<laughs> I tell you what I want to do. I want to read this out. We wrote a couple of paragraphs. I did a brain dump. And uh, and then I refined it, which is actually what often happens. Um, because Gillian goes, splurge! And I'm going, yeah, that fits there and that fits there and that fits there and that works. How dare you refine my brain dump? <laughs> um, so I want to read this out because I loved it when, when we both came up with this. And the brain dump is about... Do you remember I was saying earlier on about multifactorial? Yes. That's what singing teaching is. Yes. And obviously, you know, as we're getting ready to do this 12-month training, my brain is uploading with what is it, in fact, that we do? You know, we have all this knowledge and we learn this stuff. What is it? How how can we frame it? And um, this was the result of some of that conversation and the sifting thereof. And this is really, Mm. it's not just a description of the accreditation programme, it's actually a description of how we work in general. And I just want to read it out. We do holistic training. So you as the teacher, you as the person, you as the driving force. We begin by focusing on your current clients. You'll never be able to do a proper case history if you can't profile them. And therefore, you won't be able to move them on. So we talk about profiling, how it works, what it is and how you do it. We've got a bit about that in our webinars one and two, haven't we? We have, yeah. Mm. Lesson observation is seeing what you and your colleagues are doing right now. By working with your colleagues, you share practice, insights, ideas and communication skills. Mm. Then we do understanding diagnostics, interventions, vocal function, communication. These are the meat and potatoes of the course. Um, We're doing group trainings, we're doing pedagogy practica, and they are going to be moving you forwards all the way through the course. Mm. And then this is where it gets really fascinating for me. As you go further into the programme, your ideal clients emerge. Your focus and direction for your studio appears, and what you then want to do with your work, with your life, with your students, with your skills, emerges. And I love that. This is A Voice, a podcast with Dr Gillian Kayes and Jeremy Fisher. This is A Voice. Hello and welcome to This is A Voice Season 2, Episode 11. And it's nearly a year since we did our first episode. I can't believe it. Was it July 1st? July 1st, I think it was, yeah. And did we even have the jingle then? Uh, I honestly don't remember. I think we did. Ooh, that I lovely jingle did, by yeah. Connor Tonkinson. Yeah, Thank Connor. you. We still love it almost 12 months later. Yes. And this is uh, season two, episode 11, which is actually our 25th episode. So we're going to take a break after this particular episode because we're starting our new accreditation programme uh, next week. Mm. Um, and then the associate programme will start soon after that. And we have the learning lounge up, but we're going to tell you all about this stuff. We're actually going to go back to our original topic, which is who we are and what we do. Can I have a diversion? Go on then. Those of you who have a look on YouTube, clock the waistcoat. Oh yeah, we're just going to put a little excerpt up on YouTube because I am wearing a waistcoat, which I often do. But the... This isn't just any waistcoat. <laughs> yes. This is the waistcoat that Jeremy made for his very first sewing project. Yeah, I was bored in lockdown. You know, I wanted something to do, so I bought myself a sewing machine, which I haven't really used before. I've, I've sewn a few hems on curtains, which are straight lines. But I thought, no, I'm going to try this out. 
So um, I bought a sewing machine and the first thing I made was a fully lined waistcoat, five button waistcoat. And tell them what happened during bagging out. Oh, bagging out. If anybody knows about bagging out, it's where you sew something inside out so all the seams are on the inside and then you leave a little hole and you pull the whole thing through that little hole. We've got to admit it. We watched the great sewing bee. Two days it took me to work out what had gone wrong and the fact that I couldn't pull it out through the hole. Two days of shouting at a piece of material. Um, and in the end, I went back through every instruction that I'd done and I discovered the very first seam I'd sewn was wrong and I had to unpick the lot. So if you're simply listening and you're interested in seeing the waistcoat, head either to at Vocal Process Instagram yeah. where you'll see posts about it, or the Vocal Process Facebook page. Do you know what? There was more engagement on that <laughs> waistcoat than there had been for the previous two weeks. Yes. And you know, the really sad thing is I've actually had this material. I love material. I love going into shops and, and craft shops and wool shops and paper mm. shops. And I mean, I'm, I know that there are people out there who love going into paper shops because of the colours and the textures. I had this material for... 10 years. I bought it 10 years ago and I wanted to do something with it. And it's taken me 10 years to buy a sewing machine. Well, I think for a first effort, it's very good. Thank and you. I can tell you that I've already put in orders. Yes, thank you. I'm not taking any orders from anybody else. Thank you. This was traumatic enough. But I am actually in the process of cutting out a jacket for Gillian. And it's like, because um, I also knit as well. And every time I knit something, or I, I've sort of stopped that now because um, I'm doing sewing. But every time I knit something for years, I would do a new technique each time. So um, each time I would, I ended up with seven colour fair isles, lace and uh, all, all sorts of things. And so this is the same. I'm going to do a new design or a new outfit or a new jacket or a new new I mean the one thing I am going to repeat is waistcoats because that was the reason I bought the sewing machine I'm fed up with waistcoats that don't fit and, and because zoom yes yeah which brings us back nicely from the diversion <laughs> I hope uh, to talk about kind of where we are now because there have been so many changes haven't there that was sorry your everybody. comment your comment was just about i have to have outfits to wear on zoom every time i teach that's what it's about yeah absolutely. so all my all my waistcoats should in theory be tax deductible mm. because they're all professional right so that's who we are um now what we do uh, let's come back to zoom because this has been such an extraordinary year it's I mean, what it's been we're doing an, now really it's isn't been it? an extraordinary yeah. year for mm. everybody mm. Uh, more than a year, in fact. But it's been an extraordinary year for us because we have pivoted pretty much everything that we do to online. Now, we've been doing online stuff, oh, I don't know, 10, 12, 14 years. Mm. I mean, it's mm. the, the very first, in fact, the, the first downloadable thing I did was 2004, five. Mm. But we've been doing uh, Skype coaching, it was then. And we've been Skype coaching all over the world um, with various people. We had one client in Vietnam. Vietnam that we actually hadn't met for ages and both of us worked with them. And then finally they came to London and we worked mm. with them in person, which was extraordinary. It was such mm. a different experience. Mm. So what have we been doing? Oh, you're looking at me. <laughs> well, um, is it okay if I talk about the 12-month teacher training accreditation programme? Um, you can. Can I go there? Can I put it into context? Because I'm very excited. I know you are. I'm very, I'm, I'm very excited too, but I want to put this into context because people so often, I mean, the very first title that we did is who we are and what we do, because mm. people so often a year ago were saying, what is it that you do? 
Um, and the answer is a lot. I think that's the problem as well, isn't it, Jeremy? I mean, speaking now about pivoting and also being a business, um, and a business really, I think, in our kind of work, is it's a holding place for doing the things that you want to do. Yeah, very much. And uh, it is a profession, not just a passion. Yes, thank you. Yeah, Um and getting your business to focus, because if, like us, you are creatives and you can turn your hand to lots of different aspects of mm. what it means to be a vocal trainer and a vocal coach and a writer and a researcher and all of those things, sometimes what happens is that on your 300-page website, people can't actually see who you are and what it is that you do. And as a matter of fact, that's one of the things that we think um, has been clarified during the pandemic mm. because we had to get out online mm. and chat to people. And suddenly what we found was there's a whole load of people who'd been kind of hovering in the background mm. or on the, you know, the peripheries and wanting to work with us, weren't completely sure. And suddenly they were more sure, weren't they? Yeah. I mean, what's emerged over the last couple of months because we've taken time off to go where do we want to go next what do mm. we want vocal process to do because as Gillian says vocal process is like an envelope for us to do what we do mm. although it's a business although it's a limited company it is essentially an envelope it's a very creative place that mm. we can create whatever it is that we want to do and because of everything that's happened in the last six seven eight months and all the online stuff that we've been doing our we've got more streamlined and so what we've come up with is this is the way that you can get to work with us. And in fact, there are something like eight or nine different ways that you can work with us. And I just want to go through them because we're going to end with the accreditation program that Gillian's talking about. Okay. Can I say ziggurat? You can say ziggurat. Yes. I said, it's the vocal process, ziggurat. And Gillian said, what's a ziggurat? Yeah. And I said, it's a stepped pyramid. Let's see if we can describe it without a picture. <laughs> it's a stepped pyramid. That's it. Um, so basically, each one of these steps will will either go into the next or you can drop in at any point up to a certain level and I'll explain mm. that in a moment. So if you want to get to know us, this is like base level. Most of this is free. I mean, ironically, the podcast is right there. What mm. you're listening to right now is a brilliant way of getting to know us. It's free. It's available to everybody. And we put one out usually once a fortnight. And you get info and tips. Lots of people have... have um, yeah emailed us and messaged us saying that they learned stuff from the podcast, which is great because mm. we want it to be fun and educational. I mean, the podcast really is, again, it's an envelope because, mm. I mean, the reason I wanted to start a podcast, and that was ages before they became popular, was because you can get your thoughts out in a way that you can't do in writing. Mm, mm. And you can't really do it on YouTube video because there's a whole lot more to do. I love spoken voice. I always have done. Mm. Um, I listen to, I don't listen to music in the car. I listen to audiobooks and interviews because that's my favourite thing to do. Mm. So um, the podcast will tell you who we are, what we do, what we think, um, our relationship or lack of it occasionally, uh, all of that. So <laughs> Julianne's just making a face into the camera. She said, is there something I don't know? <laughs> and the other thing that you can do, which is uh, completely free, is the blog. Mm. I put up um, articles, I put up interviews, I put up all sorts of things on the blog, and that's vocalprocess.co.uk. What's nice about the blog, I mean, it's nearly always you that blogs. There are a few from me, aren't there, mm. historically? But, you know, Jeremy will be mulling over something, as I'm sure some of you do, particularly if you're sort of voice geeky. 
And he'll be mulling over it and then, you know, he might say to me, well, I've been thinking about this and um, that interacts with that. And I think people aren't really understanding this aspect. Mm. And then he'll go off and, you know, an hour later, two hours later at the most normally, a fully formed blog will be there. And actually they're very popular. Yeah. I love your blogs. Yeah. I mean, the thing I think Gillian says two hours later, fully formed blog, and I'm going, yeah, two hours, two hours and probably about three weeks of thinking about it. But just two hours to write mm. it and write mm. and format and, and clean it up. And often with the blog posts, I want to clarify something. And actually, to be honest, that's the reason that we've created pretty much everything we've done mm. is because there's something that we want to clarify that we think is there's confusion out there. So you've got the podcast, you've got the blog, you've got the books, of course. There were um, 10 books. Uh, so far, and two chapters in the Oxford Handbook of Singing. So there will be something there. So if in you're that looking at images, uh, you can see these behind us. Behind us, this is our so, output. Yes. So we yeah. have um, uh, starting working backwards. I think. Uh, Why do I need a vocal coach? Is the latest one. Mm. Uh, how to accompany your singing students? How to sing legato? Were all published by Canny Publishing, which is our publishing arm. Mm. And then before that was the Oxford Handbook of Singing. Uh, then this is a voice going backwards. We had the Singing Express Books 1 to 4, which is for kids. Which aren't up here. Which, in fact, aren't up here because I couldn't well, fit them in. Published by HarperCollins. Check them out if you work with kids. Yep. And then going before that was sing- Successful Singing Auditions and then Singing in the Act of the Original, which was 21 years ago. Yeah. Which is extraordinary. Yeah. January, um, uh, January was right at the turn of the millennium. Yes. Yes, in fact, you were writing it in 1999. I was indeed. No, in fact, earlier than that. Feels like a lifetime ago. Yep. Um, so, yeah, and any time you'll see us on Masterclasses, we're doing a public masterclass in September. You may have seen me on slowcoach.com, Ooh, slowcoach.co.uk. Yes. Public masterclass public for the British Voice Association yep. Choice for Voice. Yes. We're on... In on September the 4th on the I Saturday? Think, I think it is, but that's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, and so that's the way that you can sort of meet us. You can find out what we do. And if you like, that's the base level stuff. Can we have a shout out for the BVA in the show notes? Yes, we can. Choice for Voice. That British Voice Association, Choice for Voice. Yes. Um, then going up onto the next level, which is where you start to get more involved in what we do. And that's the Learning Lounge. And the Learning Lounge is new. The Learning Lounge has only been going about three or four months. And in the Learning Lounge, I am so proud of this Learning Lounge because it's 15 years of our resources. Uh, The Belting Explained DVD, double DVD, is in fact on the Learning Lounge in digital form for the first time ever. Mm. All of our DVDs are there. All of our lesson plans are there. All of our webinars are there. There there are courses that we film. There's a five-hour course. Oh, I've got to tell you the story. Mm. Mastering Musical Theatre is one of our more recent things, and it was a five-hour course that we did in London that was filmed and it was all put up there, chopped up into pieces. It's really good. Love that one. And we did that for Oren Boda. We did. SOVT Straw Ravox. And he filmed it for us. He was the one who talked us into it. Yes. Including a live streaming, which we'd never done before. We did our first live stream. Thank you. Yeah. The first live stream we ever did was on that course. And um, somebody emailed me and said, oh, you know, I'm on the Learning Lounge and I just want to look for this particular technique that you did, which Mm. is the technique for um, taking people into the future and into the past. And it's movement. We call it timelines. Timelines is what we call it. And and I said, oh, yes, you know, it's in Mastering Musical Theatre. I remember doing it because I remember seeing the footage of me walking up to the camera as I'm Mm. doing the timeline thing. So I went on to try and find it and couldn't. And it wasn't there. 
And I went, oh. You came some, to me. Something's wrong. He said something's gone wrong. And I said, I know we did it. I'm sure we did it. I was actually starting to doubt myself that yeah. it was even on that course, mm. even though I could remember visually watching myself walking up to the camera and backwards. Mm. And anyway, the lost hour, it turned out to be an hour that was missing with mm-hmm. three of my best techniques, uh, two of which we'd never put on camera before. Yeah. Front foot, back foot. Front foot, back foot, um, timelines and uh, answers on a postcard. Yeah. And in fact, we then put answers on a postcard into a masterclass situation mm-hmm. with one of the young singers that we were working with. And anyway, there was an awful lot of hard drives to get through because I have literally a box full of hard drives. Mm. And uh, we finally found it and it has gone up on the Learning Lounge as a whole load of bonus footage, which wasn't there. So if you're in the Learning Lounge already and you enjoyed that course or courses similar to it, and particularly if you're interested in performance techniques, just go and revisit it and you'll see. Have you put it up separately as a lost hour? It is separate as a lost hour, yes. Mm -hmm. It's underneath Mastering Musical Theatre. It's the next course down and it says Mastering Musical Theatre, the lost hours or bonus hours or something like that. And let us know how you find using these techniques because they are so applicable across genres. We love them, don't we? Oh, love Mm. using those. they're so powerful. They're, they're very simple, but they're actually very powerful. They're quite deep. And I use them in lots of different ways. I mean, front foot, back foot, I use in seven or eight entirely different ways. Mm. It's such a great physicality uh, exercise for doing dynamics and phrasing and emotions. And I mean, uh, just all sorts of Subtext. things that you can use that yeah. one for. Uh, if you don't know what the Learning Lounge is, and if you've, you've been under a rock and you haven't listened to this one before, uh, the Learning Lounge is a teachable course. It's on teachable.com. So, um, Which I'm, is a platform that's new to us. And I have to say, we are very pleased with oh, it. I love it. I love it. It's so easy to use. Mm. And it's also so easy to upload stuff once you know what you're doing. Um, so the t- the um, Learning Lounge is our is in the Vocal Process Hub. And the Vocal Process Hub is the sort of big overview one. The Learning Lounge is a very large part of it. And you can join the Learning Lounge. I think at the moment it's £33 plus tax uh, to get access to 500 plus videos of ours and downloads and teaching staff and quizzes and all sorts of things. And so we, please check it out. Can I say we do still get people emailing us saying, is it all right if I do one month and then, you know, the summer's coming and I'm not earning much and I, I want to take a couple of months off? Yeah. Can I rejoin? Yes. Yeah. You can. Absolutely. So you can dip in and out. That's totally acceptable. Absolutely, yes. I will tell you that the price might be going up soon, but uh, mm. yeah, absolutely you can. There are a couple of people who've romped through everything in there, and we are so <laughs> no, impressed. I have to say, nobody has got through everything yet. Yeah. Uh, somebody has got through about 40% of it, mm. but uh, that's been they've been watching like constantly because there is a lot of stuff in there. So the Learning Lounge is um, the next way to get to us, and that is entirely online. Uh, you can watch it at four o'clock in the morning if you want to. You mm. can watch it for 14 hours if you want to. Uh, everything is there. Available. And everything's also chunked up w- yes. with titles, which is one of the things that people said they really appreciated. Yes. So, you know, if you have 10 minutes between students and there's a technique you want to check out, you can simply go online, check out that technique. Mm. Maybe you'll have a look at front foot, back foot, mm. and then uh, use it with your next student. Mm. And people have, have been saying they're doing this during their working day. Absolutely. Which is, I mean, we're so thrilled. Do because it. Because that's exactly what we set it up for. Do it, yes. But there's more than that in the Vocal Process Hub. 
Well, there will be. There will be. In fact, um, I've got lots of little private uh, areas in the Mm. Vocal Process Hub, which if you join that particular course, you'll get access to that bit. And I'm at the moment building a an accreditation hub, which is going to hold another several hundred videos available for the accreditation people. But we're coming to that later. Yeah, but I was meaning about the pop-ups being in the hub. The pop-ups aren't actually live quite yet. I've got one. See, you're revealing all our secrets now. Um, We have been recording some of the pop-up. I'm going to come to the pop-ups in a moment. But we've been recording some of the pop-up workshops that we've been doing. And I am... Just about. I have uploaded the first one. I haven't released it yet because I'm still doing background notes and and, um, quizzes and stuff like that to put in on it. Mm. But there will be the first of the the pop-ups on the Learning Lounge in a separate area, which you can join. Mm. So as soon as we uh, have actually finalised all of that, I will let you know. So now I want to go to the pop-ups. Zip up about the pop-ups, Julianne. (laughs) That was a surprise to me. Um, So now I want to go to the next level up, which is working with us in person. Mm. Well, online, Um, which is the pop-ups. And these are two-hour pop-up workshops. Mm. Uh, They are very practical. Uh, We do do theory. We actually started at one point, we announced on one of the pop-ups, no PowerPoint. This is entirely practical. Um, So we had, sometimes we have a tiny bit of PowerPoint just for visuals, but mostly they are practical stuff. And with the pop-ups, I think we have run seven different pop-ups in the last five months. Yeah. Which is extraordinary. We created these pop-ups because, you know, in the course of us working um, for five days at a time with singing teachers, we found that there were certain topics that would come up and that people felt they needed to dig deeper. So, Mm. for example, you know, how do we work with other genders? Mm. And so we did a pop-up on that. Uh, how do we know if our student has a voice problem yep. and what do we do about it? Yep. Um, what is belting? Yep. That was a very popular two. Yeah. And then, of course, registers, mechanism one and two, which, M1, as M2. you know, are favourite topics of ours. Yep. Um, and we did something on practical phonetics as we well, did. didn't we? We did practical phonetics. One, we've done SOVT one Ooh, and two. Yes. Uh, I think there's another one as well in there that we've forgotten, but there's there's I think there's seven or eight that we've done this year, mm. uh, and they come round occasionally um, because actually now our timetable is getting busier. But we we throw a pop up in every so often, and we just let our database know. So if you're not on the database, do go to vocalprocess.co.uk and fill in the newsletter form, or mm. just download our larynx from uh, vocalprocess.co.uk and I think it's the free stuff section you'll see build your own larynx Mm. because you get added to the database if you do the larynx as well and it just means that you get to know about the pop-ups they do sell out Mm. we only normally do 20 people on a pop-up because if there's two of us we we don't like more than that also we like to see everybody we like everybody Mm. to be involved and we Mm. like to know that everybody is actually getting something out of it Mm. so the pop-ups have been really great because people have been able to work with us they've also been able to work in groups we have breakout sessions we split Mm. people up they talk together there's all sorts of things that goes on in a pop-up we really like that format it is very much that family feeling isn't yeah. it i mean obviously that some people come to uh pop-up after pop-up yes and uh, goodness me there's a tongue twister in there somewhere but um so that people already know each other and particularly when we have been you know so isolated from each other for months and months 
that's been very important. Mm. But there is very much this sort of peer learning. Mm. And this, you know, I, I think that what we do is we create a safe space for that peer learning. Mm. And we kind of hold the space for you um, and guide you through it. And we think that our pop-ups are quite special from that point of view. Well, yeah, and we are always, we're, we're still on top of the latest educational techniques. So mm. we're actually already incorporating stuff. I mean, I'm intending to incorporate stuff in the next pop-up that I read yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so there's some really interesting things that we do which help they're not just, we're going to fire a lecture at you and you just sit and listen. Mm. That is long gone as far as I'm concerned. Mm. That is not a way to learn online. Mm. So, yeah, really interesting. That's the pop-ups. Okay. Okay, and then up another step, we go to the online singing teacher training week one. And we've got a new date for that, we haven't do. we? Do you want to just say that now? I think it's August the 24th to 28th. That sounds about that right. Up. August the 24th to 28th. I think mm. that's Tuesday to Saturday. And we did have a completely full wait list, and I know some people have signed up already. And again, we only take 20 on that course. Mm. Um, people have say to us, but it's online, you can take hundreds. And I'm going, no, actually we can't. No, we, because we don't. We like the sort of level of interaction that you get where you can see everybody, you can talk to everybody, you mm. can see their reactions. And... Everybody gets a say. Everybody actually stays involved with what we're doing. Mm. The thing that we don't do is we don't do a lecture and then, you know, watch you turn your camera off and sit back and do nothing. Not happening. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> we don't do that. Um, so, uh, yeah, online singing, online singing teacher training week one. And this is two hours a day for five days. So it's mm. 10 hours in total. And we set up this format we sort of fell into the format and then realised that it worked brilliantly and so we've refined it. I think one of the things that teachers tell us they like about it is that um, it can often fit into their working day, particularly those who run their own studios, because yep. they're rarely working in the mornings. And so they'll do this course and then maybe they'll start teaching at three or four in the afternoon. And, you know, they, they come onto the Facebook group that we've been running together with the OSTT and they say, oh, I tried that technique out today mm. and it made such a difference with my students. I love that. I love the fact that we can give somebody a technique mm. or an understanding and then we'll go that day and try it out and go, it really works or it works for me or this is the version that I did. And now up until now, we've been running a Facebook group concurrently with the training. Mm. But in fact, we are now going away from Facebook for this, partly because GDPR, safeguarding, and wanting to have a really private space. So we have just yesterday, in fact, launched mm. our new Circle community, which is circle.so. And this is a brand new platform that's been set up by uh, people who are running courses, people who are doing marketing. It's actually specifically set up for people like us. And I'm not a Facebook user. Mm. And it, this is so close to the way that Facebook works. It's got a few more things in it. But I went on it and I went, oh, I love this. This is really easy. I think it's education meets business meets, and I'm going to say social media in the sense of yeah. social media groups. Yes. And it seems to have taken the best of all three. Yep. So people who f- perhaps are familiar with things like Asana. Yeah. And Slack. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other platforms. Well, we think this is better. We think it's more user friendly. It's also private. Yeah. Uh, which actually becomes really important when we're talking about voices. 
So uh, we are moving that section of our social media when we're people are involved in courses. We'll be going on to um, the Circle community. Exciting. So week one, uh, week one is done, and then week two happens, and you can't do week two unless you've done week one. Mm. So really, from now on, anybody can come into the podcast, to the learning lounge, to the pop ups. Anyone can join week one. But once you get past week one, this is where things start to narrow down a bit. So week two happens, and week two, we take what we've done in week one, we move further. We also do live masterclass Mm. um, for the teachers. We explain what we're doing. Mm. Uh, There's a lot of stuff that is much more geared towards teachers by week two. There's a big sectional resonance, if I remember. There is. So week two happens, and then you get to week three. Now, week three, by this time, week three is invitation only. Mm. We only let you go on week three if we think you're ready for it. And week three is quite a step up from week two. And week three is pedagogy in practice. Yes. Which means that we watch your lessons. Yes. And we all discuss what's going on. Yes. And we brainstorm what's going on. I mean, this I feel for me, this is such a privilege to be able to do that with yeah. teachers, to look at what's being done in a lesson. Um, because, I mean, often what happens, you know, when, when a student comes into a lesson, you okay if I talk oh, about the brain dump? Absolutely, the brain dump. I brought the brain dump in mm. very early on in week three, and it's been such a smash. Because what we do as singing teachers and vocal coaches is so multifactorial and mm. so multi-skilled. When the student comes in, we're doing a kind of brain dump. Yep. And as you go through the brain dump, then you kind of sift, you know, what what category might this belong to? What kind of area are we looking at here? Is this a musical area? Is it a physical area? Is it a performance area? Is it a vocal function area? Is it something to do with understanding? Is it something to do with audience communication? Is it something to do with how my student understands me? Mm. Is it something to do with their history, what they're carrying with them? And these are all things that we need to take into consideration if we want the lesson to be focused and to have good outcomes and then moving forward, which we'll talk about how we work at a a higher level on our own teacher training, how we track a student's progress across time. Yes. Ooh, I got excited there. Yeah. And in fact, um, the Mm. brain dump, just to explain that, is that somebody walks into the room and I think everybody does this. Your brain goes, oh, this and this and this and this and this and this and that could be there and that could, that's fine. And you, your brain just does a whole whirl when you are listening to somebody for the first time because you are wanting to identify what it is that you're going to work on. That involves a huge brain dump. And what we do on week three is we actually get that brain dump out of your head and onto paper. Mm. And then we start sorting and things get categorised. It's a really interesting way of working out what's the most important thing. And then we discuss what is the most important thing to work with that student. And on week three, I think we do two days of masterclasses where we coach your student live. Mm. And then after the student has gone, we explain why we did something and why we didn't do something else. Uh, It's a really, really great course. Love week three, always Mm. have done. So once you get past week three, and I mean, by now you will realise that we're sort of into the teacher training thing, Mm. but week one, anybody can drop in. Week two is as long as you've done week one. Week three is by invitation only. And then the next level up, which is what we are about to start next week, is the Vocal Process Accreditation Training. 
And that is by, absolutely by invitation only. Nobody jumps the queue on this one. It's a 12-month training program yep. with a three to five-month uh, new teacher phase. Learner driver. Learner driver. Yeah. yeah. It's really interesting. And we have done the accreditation program before, mm. um, but we haven't done it quite in this format and we haven't done it in the way that we're planning to. Mm. So it almost feels like this is a brand new thing. And uh, we have, I think it's 16 people starting mm. on the accreditation training next week, um, which is so exciting. And we have people from all over the world doing it, which is, again, really exciting. And can we say this is not a course for beginners? Absolutely if, not. If you're, start, if you're thinking, oh, I want to start teaching singing, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. But not this course. Not with us. All of these people have been teaching for... Actually, most of them have been teaching for about 10 years and more. And more. And they want to dive deeper into their practice. They want to grow. They want to um, advance the level of students that they work with. They want to change their studios. Mm -hmm. and it's very it's, exciting. It's again. good because, I mean, what's also great with the system, that with the ziggurat that we're going now, is we're reaching towards the top now. So after the 12 months plus the, the learner driver bit, uh, you become an accredited vocal process trainer. Mm. Uh, now, we already have accredited vocal process trainers, and they will be helping us uh, at certain points in the course. And we already have an associate trainer, which is the highest level we do, and that's Anne Leatherland, who actually co-teaches with us. Uh, she's worked with us a lot. And we are right at the top of the pyramid. We are now going to start an associate programme so that people can basically do the things that Anne does. So co-teach and create their own courses. Mm. And in fact, you can't do that, uh, as usual, in a ladder like this, in a, a ziggurat like this. You can't do that until you've done the accreditation programme. And what was nice about the associates is that it's something that we'd thought about, but we didn't really know how to format it. And in fact, some of the accredited trainers came to us and said, but... Can we be Anne's? Yes. We want to be an Anne. Yep. And so what we're going to be doing is helping them to find their own speciality and develop their own speciality. So, uh, oh, again, so they'll be creating their own courses. And they, yeah. the four people that we've got have each got their own areas of interest, haven't they? Absolutely. So, and it's it's going to be surprising how much of the associate programme, we, we've got some formal structure in it, but a lot of it is bespoke mm. because... People have their individual strengths, mm. and it's those strengths. It's the thing that we do not do is turn out carbon copies. Mm. Absolutely not, because everybody who comes as a teacher has their own history, their own strengths, their own interests, their own resonances. Mm. And one of our jobs as sort of the trainers is to find out what those are and to help them express it. Mm. It's one of the reasons I'm going right back to the beginning of this podcast. It's why we really set up Vocal Process in the first place to become an arena for us to exper experiment and to express ourselves. And we want the same thing for our accredited and associate teachers. What shall we talk about next? <laughs> if anything. I was going to say, is that not enough? <laughs> i tell you what I want to do. I want to read this out. We wrote a couple of paragraphs. I did a brain dump. And uh, and then I refined it, which is actually what often happens. Um, because Gillian goes, splurge! And I'm going, yeah, that fits there, and that fits there, and that fits there, and that works. How dare you refine my brain dump? 
um, so I want to read this out because I loved it when when we both came up with this. And the brain dump is about. Do you remember I was saying earlier on about multifactorial? Yes. That's what singing teaching is. Yes. And obviously, you know, as we're getting ready to do this 12-month training, my brain is uploading with what is it, in fact, that we do? You know, we have all this knowledge and we learn this stuff. What is it? How how can we frame it? And um, this was the result of some of that conversation and the sifting thereof. And this is really, Mm. it's not just a description of the accreditation programme, it's actually a description of how we work in general. And I just want to read it out. We do holistic training. So you as the teacher, you as the person, you as the driving force. We begin by focusing on your current clients. You'll never be able to do a proper case history if you can't profile them. And therefore, you won't be able to move them on. So we talk about profiling, how it works, what it is and how you do it. We've got a bit about that in our webinars one and two, haven't we? We have, yeah. Mm. Lesson observation is seeing what you and your colleagues are doing right now. By working with your colleagues, you share practice, insights, ideas and communication skills. Mm. Then we do understanding diagnostics, interventions, vocal function, communication. These are the meat and potatoes of the course. Um, We're doing group trainings, we're doing pedagogy practica, and they are going to be moving you forwards all the way through the course. Mm. And then this is where it gets really fascinating for me. As you go further into the programme, your ideal clients emerge. Your focus and direction for your studio appears, and what you then want to do with your work, with your life, with your students, with your skills emerges. And I love that. Mm. And um, actually, the thing I want to say is don't fret that one, because that's an emerging thing. It's not a pattern that you decide at the beginning and then we all work for it. Uh, it's not that at all. I think what's good about that, what you've said in that last thing about, you know, your your ideal clients emerging, is that in a way what you're doing is you're working on yourself and mm. you're working on your own practice and you're refining that. Because I think what often happens is that we see what other people are doing and we think, well, why can't I do X? And it could be that, in fact, X isn't really what you need. It might be that you need to do Y Mm. and that your strengths are with that. And once you've found those strengths, people literally find you. That's absolutely right. It's so interesting that when you see other people doing something that you think you should be doing, you're often seeing somebody who is in their own strength. Mm. And it may not be yours. Mm. You may have strengths that you absolutely don't realise. Years and years ago, I came up with the phrase falling off a log. Mm. In fact, 2002, the Successful Singing Auditions book, we talked about the falling off a log process, the Mm. fall process. And this is to find out the things that you think, do, behave, react just exist in the way that you live that you don't even realise the strengths because they're so innate, they're so in you, they're so mm-hmm. you take them so much for granted that it's only when other people say, oh, you do that so well, and you're going, what? 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 I don't understand. Why can't you do that? That's so easy. And it's those it's so easy moments that I really love looking out for because that tells me where somebody's real strengths lie. 
By the way, if you are interested in the accreditation program, and I know we have a waiting list already for the next time, mm. uh, please join week one because that's the entry level to yes. get in there. Mm. Uh, week one, August the 24th to the 28th. Uh, week two, dates to be announced. Mm. So, um, And the idea is that we do at least two week ones and week twos a year. And we do one week three a year and then the accreditation program starts. And the accreditation program is probably about a year and a half apart. So Mm. there's quite a long time period between them. And I'm just thinking for somebody who's maybe never worked with us and you're not sure, you quite like the sound of what you're hearing today. Oh, the um, learning lounge. Pop into the learning lounge. And when some of these pop-ups are available as um, streaming courses, then you get to see, witness, experience what it's like working with us and see if you like it. Yes, absolutely. Because it's got to fit you too. So I think we can finish there. Uh, Thank you for listening to (laughs) Series 2. That was the last one in Series 2. Series 3 will be out shortly. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. This is A Voice, a podcast with Dr Gillian Kays and Jeremy Fisher.